spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Holy cow! Please shut up! Please shut up! Gangsters, what's up, guys? I would be honored if you played football for this team. Me play football? Fans do it and adore the damn bulldog, baby! Sorry, wait. The mom made me put on my jacket, and then she made me do the dishes. What we've got here is failure to communicate. That's so funny. Last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. Just a bit outside. Oh, look at the sugar falling out of the sky. Look at the sugar falling out of the sky. I think you'll ever get out of here. One day when I got a long white beard and two or three marbles rolling around upstairs, they let me out. The Second String Podcast and Now Radio Show on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. We open up a second stream podcast right Man. now. Welcome back to the airwaves, Adam. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you and hear you. I'm glad I'm being able to be seen and be heard. Man, can we just talk about how <laughs> no one wanted to be around you for a good 48 to 72 hours? Party like it's 2020, baby. That's what Man. I'm talking about. I, yeah, no secret. I've talked about this on my radio show last Wednesday, a week ago. I thought I had a sinus infection. So I go to the doctor, Adam, which I'm reluctant to do, man. My wife basically said, get your butt to the doctor, yeah. go get an antibiotic, feel better. I'm sick of hearing you complain about it. Well, the doctor says it's not a sinus infection. Happy uh, happy 2020. You are back on that COVID. See, that's, that. listen, oh, we're back. We have COVID. No. No. Eh, well, nah. let's, let's squash that. It's, it's, no, it, I, nobody wants a COVID. Well, I was going to say, I nobody. was trying to sing one. Listen, that's for listening to your wife, that's what you get. So you tell her, honey, next mm-hmm. next time I'm not going to the doctor because I don't want to no. get COVID. I could have gone to work. Uh, it was annoying. That's all it was. And nothing scary whatsoever. I mean, I know it's to be taken serious for some people with conditions and whatnot, for sure. But I had a, a, a heavy head, a little sniffles. They yeah. gave me a drug that they use right. now, Plaxovid or whatever it's called. Man, it knocked it out super quick, which I'm... Very thankful that now we have the ability to certainly do that. We don't have to go quarantine for two weeks because we were exposed to a virus. Think about that. We did that, and that was a good solid two years we had to do that Mm -hmm. if we got COVID. And how much that just screwed up life. March 13th, Friday, coming up an anniversary here pretty soon. Friday, March 13th, when I was right here where I'm sitting right now. Uh, And as my job pertains, a lot of what we do is sports, obviously. Well, uh, Dave, my co-host, he was on the road because he calls Georgia baseball teams. 
our baseball games, and they were heading from Statesboro down to Gainesville for a weekend series against Florida. Well, it's like a Petri dish down there. And yeah. I think the way he tells the story, man, is they were at a, a truck stop or a, a, a gas station, something, on the bus, or he was driving with uh, his co-host, and all of a sudden they get word that, um, actually, we're all turning around. We're going back to Athens. Like, what do you mean we're going back to Athens? And that was just the first ripple effect to the world that the whole – you know, sports and everything else just totally stopped that day. Just wild times, man. But Whew. it is hard to believe it's 40 years ago because it seems like a week ago and it seems like a decade ago. It does. It, there is a gap. There's a noticeable gap in everyone's life, mm-hmm. pre-COVID, post-COVID. Like, I cannot remember a lot before 2020, that that mm-hmm. year or so before 2020. I'm like, what happened in 2019? Like, I don't, I don't really know because everybody's life was wiped and then you had to start over. You did, man. I, I, I've always thought I was 18 years old when 9-11 happened. I'm not trying to compare the two events. It's right. just sort of a mindset where pre-9-11 is a very real thing. Like, yes. Like, my life pre-9-11 versus post 9-11 is an incredibly different way of just living and thinking and whatnot. Same thing with COVID, too, though, man. Right. Uh, but the the good news is, is I got it this week. I know people that have gotten it recently. I think we've had it in this building within I've, the recent future. I've had it, and it's, yeah. It's, it, it, yeah. It stinks. Um, hopefully, if you're out there and you get it and whatever, it's, it's not that bad. But even the doctor told me, she was like, look, it's not as scary as it once was. Uh, her 83-year-old father had it. Uh, recently, the same drugs I took got him back on his feet super quick, so everything's good. I just hate we had to miss a second string podcast, I know. man. I mean, what did, what were people doing? We're having it? fun right now. Listen, we're, what were they doing when we weren't on? They they were looking for the show. Yeah, on Thursday, everywhere. Thinking, just man, I need my fix. Mass chaos was going That's on. What I'm talking about. Well, I play little pigeons playing ping pong. That's the name of that band coming on. Here. Okay, are you familiar with pigeons playing ping pong? Listen, you're gonna have to scoop me on that. It's all, I, I got no scoop, man. It's just good vibes. Um, I missed a show. Well, okay. I, I had tickets. I was supposed to go see the Pigeons. Actually. All right. Uh, but COVID kept me from seeing the Pigeons, which I'm very sad. Um, I was telling you off air, I'm, this is just a random non-sports conversation because we do that on the Second String Podcast. But as I'm about to turn 41 coming up in a couple of months, I think I'm like really entering my like peak jam band window. You think so? I do. And Dave and I talked about this on the morning show on 960 The Ref that I think I'm just at that point of life where the music I consume and listen to has way less to do with who's on top of the charts and what just makes me feel good. I don't think you're at your peak. I think you're entering life like that because jam. Like, look at people that are 10 years older than you. I, I will even say 15 to 20. They are mm. doing jam bands. Think about the jam bands back in the day that really came around the late 80s, early 90s. It just garage jam bands. Yeah. All of the people in those bands are pushing 60 now. A couple years ago, I think uh, one of our listeners recommended a song by Widespread. They wanted to hear yeah. Widespread Panic that day. And I obviously know who Widespread Panic is, but I never spent time getting to like know Widespread Panic's music. Well, when that happened, I spent the next, I was like, this is really good. And I spent the next like couple of months listening to a lot of Widespread Panic like at the lake or in my free time. And I... Got to the point where I really, really enjoy their their catalog, their library, and that kind of opened a door to say, hey, man, this this is a genre of music I really enjoy. Okay, so... I, I like a good 17-minute song, Adam, with no no lyrics. Listen, does your cook... Now, everybody knows that Logan <laughs> likes to cook. I do and like to y- cook. Usually, it's, I, I think it's by the lake. You do some at the lake. Mostly at the lake. Okay, what has tasted better, 
food that was under the music of widespread panic or not? I mean, your point's well received. You know what I'm your saying? Your point is very well received. Just, aren't you supposed to like sing to your plants when they grow? I'm not talking about those plants. I'm just saying, uh, yeah, if, yeah, if you've like got a tools. house plant, go yeah. and sing to it. Same thing with your Boston butt. Sing you to sing it. to so you see you let, sing to butts. Let, what other butts do you sing to? <laughs> well, that's a different. That's, yeah. that's for second string after right. dark. Right, we'll, right. Uh, we'll talk about that on a different <laughs> on the, the, the pay per view version. So anyway, now I've, I'm enjoying that. We'll play a couple more uh, jam bands as the the day goes on. This certain episode, but yeah, just kind of a. I got spring fever, man. I want to I want to suggest I, one. For, I got it back. Go I, ahead. I want to suggest one before we talk about spring mm-hmm. fever. Lemonheads. Lemonheads. Do you know the Lemonheads? I'm unfamiliar. Nineties jam okay. band, right wow. around the time of Pearl Jam mm. and Nirvana. I mean, obviously those are chart bands. Lemonheads never really did much. You okay. will love Lemonheads. I used to eat Lemonheads. Those were good. Like Which, sour. by the way, were inspired really? uh, by the band. Oh, so the yeah. band was first? The band was first. Really? That's yeah, the band was around today. for a while, yeah. That's very interesting. But yeah. yeah, spring fever's kicking in, man. You mentioned the lake. I mean, here's my, my seasonal depression is basically at this point. Like, I don't know about you, but cold weather does not bother no, me. No, I, I honestly, and I will tell you this, Logan, being from Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. I've been in Georgia a very long time. But being from Pennsylvania, I got so used to cold weather that the cold weather we get in Georgia does mm-hmm. not bother me one bit. Yeah, it's kind of nice, actually. Yeah. Like, I like being able to breathe. Yeah. I like being able to not have to, you know, to peel layers off. There's, You can put a layer on. You can only take so many off is the old saying down here. But I love being able to walk around outside with no bugs eating me up. I like not mm-hmm. having to catch my breath walking up a slight hill because of the humidity or I love, the pollen exactly and i'm fortunate pollen doesn't affect me you but are for those, so lucky oh i know um but i'm ready for leaves to come back on the trees adam you look out your window at, at your georgia country or the ref or driving up and down 316 and 85 man it just still looks like the dead of winter but i've got good news tell us the red bud tree in my backyard that i planted like five six years ago it's a nice healthy size now I noticed a slight shade of pink popping through those limbs just I've just in the last couple of days. Have you seen? And I see you don't get this. I have seen or noticed a slight twitch of my nose, mm. to which I need to get on my allergy medicine Mm-mm-mm. because my red maple in my front yard is starting to have the red buds on it, and that, that might be. I think it's a different tree than I'll yours. Tell you what, they don't they don't sponsor the show here. They can if they want, but Allergy Partners of Georgia, oh. they will they will take care of you. I hey, promise you that. Shout them out. Dave's got an endorsement with them, and they literally take care of him. And he's a new man. So. Yeah, well, he needs to he needs it because mm-hmm. I mean I hear him in the dead of winter, and he sounds like he's got allergies. That's what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, it's it's coming, and that with with spring comes stuff. I mean, we got March Madness rolling in here real soon. Uh, Georgia baseball is cranked up big time over at Foley Field. Good start. Yeah, let me ask you about Georgia yeah. baseball. There is there is uh, 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 all this talk about one of the players that could go mm. number one. I don't know if he'll go number one, but he's a top ten shoe in for okay. me. Maybe even top five. Charlie Condon. This is a dude. He was redshirted a couple years ago. Had a freshman season last year uh, that he just lit up everything. But he is off to a start that is just stupid right now. Uh, Georgia 8-1. and one. They had their first loss of the season this week. Uh, hey, it happens. It's baseball. Uh, Michigan State came down and actually thumped us. But even in that loss, Charlie Condon hit three homers. He's got seven on the year. I did the math, by the way, because they th- throw all the numbers at us. In the game against Michigan State, and I hate that it's in a loss, he hit the ball 1,228 feet. That's three homers. I think it was like 431, 437, 373. That is strong major league distance. It is .23 miles, which is just a hair under a quarter mile with three hits. 
How about that for a night, man? Well, and listen, <laughs> go he go, do your thing. He's going to go top ten draft probably yes. to somewhere like uh, uh, Kansas City, yeah, <laughs> or you know Milwaukee, which you, you know, like. But this is this is interesting that you say that. Uh, I'm about Georgia baseball is, mm-hmm. and I, and I don't know if this is true for a lot of the SEC teams. Is aren't they playing? And not to doubt. I mean, I'm I'm glad they're eight and one, but aren't they playing the northern schools that typically? had one practice outside so yeah. far because it's so cold up there? Yeah, the beginning of every baseball season, and yes, predominantly here in the South because we have a region you can come to. Yeah, um, UNC Asheville came and opened the season here, and look, not that they're that far away, but it's different weather in yeah. Asheville. Uh, Michigan State, I don't think they've played a home game yet. Uh, they've been like touring down in Florida. They're going to go spend the next two weeks in Char- uh, Greenville, South Carolina, playing at LaFleur Field, the home of the Greenville Drives. Are you familiar? With yes, the they're they're drives? a minor league mm-hmm. team, and I, I'm trying to think. They're single A, I believe. I think so. I yeah, think, I forget. They play the they play the Rome uh, Braves. Yes. Or now, yeah, yeah. And they're, now. they're a Red Sox affiliation because they have the big green monster, which yeah. I think it makes all the sense in the world. Every minor league team that's a Red Sox affiliate has the same wall as Fenway because you got to get your players used to that. If yep. you're going to make it to the big leagues. We don't want to plop you in Fenway. Hey, what's that uh, 50-foot wall behind me? How am I going to climb that? Yeah, yeah. you want to be used to that. But, yeah, they'll be up there. But we do play a lot of teams early on that may not be up to the level of competition as you're going to see because so, when you get to SEC play, yeah. it gets brutal. So if you're on a Michigan State baseball mm-hmm. team and you're two weeks in a – like you're literally – Taking off a of school, you must be doing mm-hmm. school online or not going to class or whatever. I, you know, student athlete. Adam. Come on, that's, yeah, that's what they. They'll are. figure out a way to get their grades. <laughs> you know, later we'll do it. We'll do it later. Yeah, they've been doing it for. I guess with uh, online schooling being such a common thing you now, it's easier than it ever has been. But I'm, I'm with you, man. You. At what point is the balance uh, actually student and, and athlete? I have no idea. I'm watching these NCAA uh, basketball games, too, and I'm mm-hmm. seeing them, like, you know, with the conferences. I mean, uh, how we go down this road here, but the conferences have expanded so much. Next year, some of these teams, we don't think about the other sports, are going to be traveling thousands of mm-hmm. miles. And it's, well, you worry about your schoolwork later. So, you know, I've, I've seen models and ideas floated out there and on that topic where let's use UCLA and Southern Cal as a prime example of this. Okay, they're going to join the Big Ten this year. For football, not a big deal. Okay, is it more travel for them? Absolutely. Will they get a little creative in their schedule and maybe have uh, two consecutive home games and then a road trip and then back, whatever? They can figure something out to make it a little less taxing. But for the UCLA swim team, for the UCLA lacrosse team or, or whatever NCAA sanctioned sports, baseball a good example too, uh, and throw Stanford in there. That this one makes actually less sense. Stanford in in the San Francisco area now part of the Atlantic Coast Conference of the ACC. When their women's basketball team, no disrespect, but when they need to go play Virginia, that's not exactly convenient to hop on a plane and fly all the way across the country for a single basketball and, game. And that's going to affect mm-hmm. – listen, that's going to affect their play. And, I mean, if you've got to try to play yeah. when you just took a cross-country flight. Yeah, and what I've, what I've seen, though, is we may do stuff like that these next couple of years, but don't get used to it. There is a real-world possibility that you could see a model of college athletics in the near future where football still resembles the conferences as we know it, but other non-revenue sports would play a much more regionalized schedule without conference affiliation and just sort of inter postseason brackets qualifications as they would regardless, without conference championships. Um, yeah. it, it's sad that it's come to that, but yeah. it really makes sense. You could still see 
uh, UCLA and Washington State, who is still in the Pac-2 or 12, whatever they call it, you could still see those non-revenue sports play all the time because it just makes sense. Well, there's how, how are you going to pay for it? Exactly. Like, how can you pay for, for 20 people to go? You can't I mean, do it. It's, you you got to just dip into the football money because yeah. that's where all the money comes from. That's not a secret at all, man. In fact, I think... If I'm saying this right, I think if the last report, Georgia football obviously makes a boatload of money. We're talking like upwards of $100 million a year in the black. Uh, Everything's good with TV deals, revenue, all those things that come into the pot of Georgia football. The only other sport at the University of Georgia that makes money and doesn't lose money is basketball, and it's in the hundreds of thousands. And it's it's close. It's down there. Baseball loses money. Softball loses money. Swimming loses money. The only reason those sports exist is because football Football. exists. If you took football away, you literally cannot afford to do athletics at the University of Georgia. And that's not unique, by the way. That's the way it works at every major football school, so to speak. And, you know, not to beat this like a dead horse, but if you look at a school like Cal Mm -hmm. or SMU, who does not make barely any money on football? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, does Cal Golden Bears make a lot of money on football outside of the TV deal? That's I mean, that's, about that's it. That's it. Yeah, and they're not going to even get that coming into the uh, ACC. How are you going to afford to pay for all of that? It's Woo! it's a conundrum, Adam. I don't want to be them. It is a conundrum. They'll get the ACC money, and that's what they're all lobbying for now. Is just like getting new contracts, new TV deals. Uh, they'll they'll figure it out, man, for sure. But it's just a very weird, weird world. Uh, that we're living in right now. Do you want a trivia question, Adam? Give me, give me something. Let me see if I can answer it. Georgia has never. It's not a question, more, oh, more than a statement. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, Georgia. Ha- well, I can, I can make it a question. Make it one. Let me see. Georgia has never hosted Georgia football, a Big Ten team in Sanford Stadium. Isn't that weird, by the way? How in, in, in the, the world does that happen? One hundred plus years of Georgia football, a Big Ten team has never stepped foot in Sanford Stadium it, to play football. Is that because one would lose money? Mm-hmm. For any reason, they just—it's one of those mind-boggling things that this Georgia has never really done home and homes with the Big Ten. And, and Notre Dame is not Mm-mm. never. Yep, that's right. Well, Notre Dame came here in 2019, right. but they're not Big they're Ten. They're not obviously. Big Ten. They're in that country, in fact, but they I never can, are. I can tell you off the top of my head, Georgia has been to Michigan twice. This is like back in the 50s and like 50s, uh, early 60s, and they went to the University of Chicago. Back in 1922 and lost 20 to nothing. Boy. That's back when Chicago was part of the Big Ten. That being said, Adam, there are a couple of teams scheduled in the near future to come to Athens as part of the Big Ten. Do you know, without looking it up, what the first Big Ten team to visit Athens is going to be? I'll give you a hint. It's in the year 2026. Boy, that's not a great hint until I had to Google it. I would say it's got to be somebody that has a decent name. So we're not talking Northwestern. We're not talking not Rutgers. Not Rutgers. I'm going to say Michigan State. Here's the funny part about it. It's UCLA. But then that's that doesn't you, count. It, well, it, that yeah, does, exactly. well, that's a yeah. Pac-12 team. And now yeah. they're going to be a Big Ten team in the next couple of that's weeks. A great, that's a great game, Isn't though. Isn't that crazy, though? Like yeah. the first Big Ten team that will ever. Now, here's the caveat. With the new playoff model, there is a chance that Georgia could host a playoff game this December, and it could be a Penn State. It could be an Ohio State. It could be a Rutgers. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what? We, we, have what? A, we have a laugh track for that. We said something stupid. Um, no, there's a chance you could get a Big Ten team in the next couple of years, but in 2026, on September 5th, Georgia will open the season in Sanford Stadium against Big Ten UCLA. You can go uh, – Win some bar bets with that if you want. I would. That's a great one. Listen, this weekend, use that. Let us know how mm-hmm. much you made. That's right. That's right. Adam, let's hit a quick break. All right. 
Um, in fact, we'll just pour over. There's a couple more very intriguing opponents on Georgia's future schedule. And just for fun, we'll pull up uh, Penn State's as well and see okay, what they've yeah, got working yeah. as well. All right, second string, good to be back on the airwaves right here on WGAU. Now back to the second string on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. Free publicity on the second string podcast, Adam. Underground Springhouse. Well, like this. These guys were Georgia students just a couple of years ago. Uh, here in here in Athens, What where do they usually play? Forty watt? Uh, I don't know about their like they're on tour now, like actually going around the southeast. Uh, they opened for the Pigeon Show that I wasn't able to see, unfortunately. Uh, but they have played their one live album is at the Georgia Theater. Okay. Uh, they, this this is actually from a show they did at Southern Brewing Company. Hey, sponsor the show. Hey uh, back on four twenty of twenty two. I'll let you uh, that jump to all the was conclusions. That, was that planned that day? Jam. <laughs> now I'm enjoying these guys. Been jamming out to them for a couple of weeks now, man. Just feel that vibe. You know, have you ever done air drums? Oh, cool. makes me want to do that. No doubt. All right, Underground Springhouse, good stuff, good pub. A uh, couple minutes before we got a break again here. I was going to tell you a couple more teams on Georgia's future yeah, schedule. I, I'm interested to, to hear this. Now, we did mm-hmm. talk about the UCLA coming in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Georgia's done a really good job at scheduling some big-time non-conference games coming up. In fact, we'll go ahead. This year, going to be at Clemson or playing Clemson in Atlanta. That that bores me to death because yeah. I want to play in, on campus. Forget these neutral site yeah, games. Yeah. This is the last one for the foreseeable future. I'm not a fan of them. In 2025, Georgia opens the season at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena against UCLA. That 26 is the return trip. We got a home and home. Yeah, that's that's great to that play is, in the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. Wow, I was fortunate to go there when Georgia beat Oklahoma back in the Rose Bowl on January 1st, 2018, and that was perfect, man, absolutely perfect. All right, 26. In addition to UCLA coming to Athens, Georgia will go to Louisville. Uh, that year, and by the way, Georgia Tech's on every year. I don't need to mention them every single year. That's just a traditional yeah. rivalry. In 2027, Adam, how about Georgia opening the season at Florida State in Tallahassee? That's one. Now, that's mm-hmm. interesting that Georgia doesn't play Florida State that well, often. Last time we played them was the t- or we played them in the Orange Bowl just recently. Right, but if yeah, you want but an actual competitive right, game, right. Uh, Sugar Bowl back in 2002. Um, all right, 2028, Florida State will come to Athens. Good stuff. How about 2029? We're going to start the season at Clemson, which is great. We need to do that more often. But here's where it gets really, really cool. If you have season tickets for the Georgia football team in 2030, Adam, August 31st, we're going to start the season with Clemson in Athens. Big. North Carolina A&T is going to come in week two. Okay, whoop-de-doo. Waiting for them. Week three. Ohio State between the hedges. There you go. Now, that's the Big Ten we've been wanting. we got to wait another six years, though. But but to have Clemson and Ohio State both home games on a non-conference schedule and Georgia Tech comes to town that year, that is absolutely perfectly awesome. That's a uh, big year for for, for season ticket holders. 2031, we're going to return the trip to Ohio State. 32, Clemson. 33, Clemson. And then a home-and-home with NC State going to start in 33 and 34. I didn't know they put schedules that far out with those. those, These are all contractual. They've got to go outside the conference. You do it on your own, essentially, is Georgia and these teams will – 
figure it out. I'm a little bit disappointed, Adam, not going to lie, in the scheduling of Penn State. There's a lot of room to add, and I feel like they've probably been on a little bit of a pause with all the realignment that's happening right now. Uh, but this season, uh, Penn State's going to open up at West Virginia, which is that's, regional. That's decent, that's right. pretty yeah. cool. Uh, next year in 25, Nevada, Villanova. Hmm. 2026. Uh, uh, that, sounds, that sounds about right. Marshall, Temple, and Buffalo. Yeah, that's the the cupcakes. 27, Syracuse, Delaware, and Temple, and 28, Ball State, and Syracuse. There's a game against an ACC. Team. Well, listen, I think it has to do with the Big Ten. Now mm-hmm. you got big teams coming in. Oh yeah, they're kind of hesitant. to what are we gonna? We, what do we got to play all all year? So eh. and they do a nine game schedule, which makes it a lot more feasible. Yeah. too. So we'll get there. All right, we got to hit a break real fast. We're enjoying the uh, the good vibes. We got spring fever. COVID is gone. For now. (laughs) Don't breathe on me just to be safe. (laughs) We're we're wearing masks in studio just to be safe. Social? No, we're not, by the way. Um, We'll talk a little baseball on the other side. How about uh, the Braves underway in spring training and just uh, see what goes. Second String Podcast, hanging out with you right here on WGAU. You're listening to the Second String on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. Could you repeat that for me, Adam? I think that's every genre of music that's been ever made. And is that a, Logan, is that a banjo in this? That's definitely a banjo. This is the good vibes we're looking for, Adam. Uh, Leftover Salmon. That's the name of the band, Leftover Salmon. Okay. Now, it was pointed out by someone that listens to our show in the morning, if you leave Leftover Salmon out too long, it becomes Leftover Salmonella. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's but don't ching. Yeah, you don't. You definitely don't want to be uh, touching that. I wonder if, if you like if you would cook salmon while playing this mm-hmm. and talking to your salmon, would it talk yeah, back? Absolutely. All right. Throw stuff can, out there. See if I can do that one more time. I want him to get to that like really fast part of it. What was every genre ever made? He basically said it's a folk country discotheque, soft rock, contemporary, abstract, expressionism, word movie, flower power, hard driving, neo bluegrass, stoned billy dirt, boogie freak, downcoming, oh jelly bean, psychedelic stomp. You know what's Here impressive? Expressionism, word movie, flower power, hard driving, neo bluegrass, stoned billy dirt, boogie freak, downcoming, all the jelly bean, psychedelic that right there, they could say all that. Like they've learned to do that not by reading a lyric because you you actually pulled up the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Logan, I could not. I I would try to learn that. I would never get that, that just. That's actually my that's my goal for the next two weeks. I will learn how to do that entire chorus. But no, this was a band recommended to us, again called Leftover Salmon, and uh, I was listening to that and I'm like, you know what, man, the summer's coming up pretty soon. Like my back porch cranks up as the sun goes down. So I mean, that's just like. The vibe we're looking for. That this is year. some. That is some southern folk. That I'll is have the neighbors folk. singing some category stomp by leftover salmon. Man, eating some barbecued butts and some ribs, man. Listen, Logan by the talks way, just to, to his butts. That's not just not what to I'm make saying. you jealous, man. I did take a. I made a meat run yesterday. What'd you get? I got uh, two very large Boston butts. Uh huh. One of them will be on the smoker this weekend. Got three racks of ribs for very cheap. Just stocking them up. My wife has one of those uh, vacuum seal. You know, way to keep meat for yeah longer. for a, for a long time in the deep freeze. Yeah, yeah. So I'll grab those if I see a good sale and just put them. in. we'll get to them eventually. <laughs> well, it, when you like, that's the way to do it is mm-hmm. to do your meat. Go get a wholesale. 
go get all of that, stick it in the freezer. That way, it's a surprise, Logan. Mm-hmm. Every time you're like, I don't know what to cook, I you want, forget what you have. I like the ability to wake up on a Saturday and the missus is like, what are we having for dinner? And I was like, yeah, just go pick something. Get it, get it thawing. Right. You got to have it in the works. Uh, if you're going to do a Boston butt the right way, though, you need to plan the day before. It's, it's good to have all the spices and stuff on that thing for 24 hours is great. But if you have to cut that down to like 12 or 15, that's fine too. You're not going to like completely ruin their Boston butt. They're hard to ruin, uh, real hard to ruin. But if you put that on there, let it soak in all those flavors, get the juices in there, all the rub. Uh, by the time you put that thing on the grill after sitting for 24 hours, you will thank yourself uh, when that thing is finally up to that beautiful, beautiful 200-degree temperature and things are going to be good, man. Man, I was thinking, like, as you were talking about that, I was thinking how much work goes into what you're doing. And a Boston I, butt? Nothing. <laughs> it doesn't. I've never done a Boston butt. Wow. Yeah. And, look, I'm, I, you, I think sometimes you think I've been doing this way longer than I have. I'm, it sounds I'm kind like of it. new to it. Um, I bought a smoker at the beginning of the year or the end of last year and uh, like a good cheat smoker. I've had a big green egg for a long time. Uh, but someone convinced me to buy one of the uh, digital pellet smokers where I have an app on my phone. All oh, I have wait till you guys hear this. All I, I got to yeah. do is tell it what temperature I want, and yeah. it, it keeps it there, which is awesome. That is a cheat smoker, it's, man. It's that, you're not going out every hour and putting mm-hmm. wood in the no, fire, sir. the no, hickory, sir. the cherry. I am cheating as, as, as the Listen good Lord allows guy. it. Oh no doubt. Goodness. But no, as far as a butt, man, like you literally get it flavored and seasoned the way you want it. You put it on the grill, and as long as your grill stays the temperature you want it, you walk away, you go enjoy your day, and eight or nine, ten hours later, it's ready to go. Listen, if you thought you were this hungry, mm-hmm. hungry before, wait, you just listen to Logan for another ten minutes, you're going to be starved. I will, because here's the thing. Between now and summertime, when we really start having like our influx of guests out at the lake, I want to get better and better and more comfortable at this. Because so you don't want to be embarrassed, Not right? at all. No. So what's going to happen in the very near future, Adam, maybe not this weekend, but I'm going to roll up in here on a Monday morning. And, you know, you and Haley are on air an hour before I am. You're early. You're 5 a.m. I'm 6 a.m. And I'm going to bust up in your studio at 6 o'clock, 6.30, 7 o'clock, and I'm going to have just a pan of, like, four pounds of, of smoked barbecue butt ready to go. And I'm going to be like, here, you guys are here first. You get first dibs. We have been waiting, Logan. Now, Logan has been saying this in the morning over, over at WNGC. I'm a slacker, He's been man. saying this. And if I could have breakfast butt. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. You get you get a couple rolls with it, you know, uh, and your coffee. What are that you is, doing? Yeah, that is a breakfast. Breakfast butt breakfast with your rolls and your coffee. But that's the new term. Uh, Sang a string podcast brought to you by breakfast butt. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But I'm waiting. Well, I, I know Haley. Mm. Well, Haley, listen, Haley will um, will hold you to that. If you say that one thing and you don't mm. do it, she's going to give you the cold. Haley's like, country man. Where, where is it? Where is it? Haley is Jefferson as Jefferson gets, dude. Like Haley, like she permeates the country vibe. I think I everywhere think, she goes. Listen, I think she is a descendant of the founders of Jefferson. I she is Jefferson. Yeah, she is Jefferson. And uh, I think her, I don't know where her husband is from, but they just oh the they, same are they? Yeah, okay. they grew up the same. Were place. they high school sweethearts? Yeah. Well, I don't think they were high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. I think it was cl- close to it. They've been together. For, yeah, it's close to it. Maybe yeah, right cool. after. But yeah, no, he's a Jefferson guy too. Okay. Good deal. Man. Well, we'll have to put him up to the test on the old smoker machine, man. Um, this past weekend, Braves had their first spring training game. Now, do you get the alerts on MLB.com app or anything on your phone? Like, uh, like I've got the MLB app. It knows my favorite team is the Braves. So whenever something happens, I get an alert. In fact, I had to turn it off because there were too many alerts coming through. I don't I don't get those alerts, and that's the reason why. And I think more because it's spring training. Yeah, and I, I, I was going to say, I'd recommend if you want to do the alert, wait a little while. But, yeah. but 
what I did like on Saturday, the very first game, I knew it was scheduled for 105. I do not get attached to these spring training games. I like them. I like that we have the ability to see them and, and find out what happens. But I get an alert, Adam. Leading off the game, Michael Harris with a solo home run. The very Man. first pitch of spring training was Michael Harris hitting a home run, which I think is an indicator that we're going to win it all. It's 162-0. and zero. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, if your team has an amazing record mm-hmm. in spring training, you are going to go undefeated. That's, that's what just saying. what it's, it is. That's the way it works. But it, this is what I do love about spring training. And uh, you're right, I don't get attached to them. I'll watch them. It's you cool. You shouldn't. No, scores are irrelevant right. in spring training. But I do like to see... Who is going to be at Gwinnett? Mm-hmm. Who's you know who's coming up in the farm? Because obviously you know you bring up a lot of your minor leaguers in spring training. They wear the the Atlanta Braves uniform and they go ahead and they play. And the when when everybody goes up to Atlanta at the end, you're going down to Gwinnett, mm-hmm. Rome, Mississippi. Yeah, you know, the the weird thing about minor league baseball, and this may not be as much for Gwinnett because it's sort of a metro Atlanta region. If you're in Gwinnett you have the ability to go to a Braves game at Truist Park right. if, if you can or want to. If you're out in, like, say, Rome, Rome, Georgia is a good example, or where do they used to play the Mississippi Braves? Where, they're, where, they're still there now. Still there, I'm sorry. But they're going to be in Columbus next year. Gotcha. Well, wherever, whatever town that is. Um, oh, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. If you fall, like, you're an eight-year-old kid. Your favorite player, it's, let's just say it was Michael Harris back in the day. Michael Harris is at the Mississippi Braves. I love Michael Harris, Dad. He's so good. He's hitting home runs. He's doing all this stuff. Let's go see Michael Harris. All right, son, we'll buy tickets to go see Michael Harris. Well, he got a little too good. They brought him up. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. gone. Yeah, Don't, he's gone. You can't get attached to minor league players if you live in a small minor league town. And uh, I know, again, Gwinnett's a little bit different, thank goodness, where we can just go well, up the road and see. And that's the thing with, with us. We're a, little, we're a little spoiled because you can go back and forth to Gwinnett and see some of the Braves on there just rehab, and, and it's, it's a different feel. But you're not, you're not attached to like, oh, I'll never see him again. Well, we'll just go down 30 miles and see him. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get over to Truist, man. I had a tax appointment a week ago. I've got a family friend that, that his uh, office is in Smyrna. Oh boy! And it's a, yeah, it's a long haul over there, but it's so worth just letting him do my taxes. That he's just good at what he does. Uh, the money he charges me is worth every penny to make sure my taxes are the absolute best they can be, and he maximizes all of my things that I need. So my wife and I, for years, have just said, "Hey, every February we're going to drive over to him. We're going to give him our." W-2s and let him do his magic and that's it. But because it's in Smyrna, um, a tradition that I have every single year in mid-February is to go see him and now stop at the battery because it's right there. And I did that last week and right before I found out I had COVID. Um, Uh, What did you get it there? Who knows? It's very possible. But yeah, I pulled into the battery just midday, very dead, a beautiful afternoon. It always works out like it's a gorgeous afternoon. Every year it winds up being a gorgeous afternoon. The day I go, I go get my taxes done. But I bought a new Braves hat uh, just to get ready for the season, ready to rock and roll. But the vibes over there were good. It just felt like this is a place that is like asleep, but it is ready to wake yeah. up and let's have another good summer of they're Braves get, baseball. They're getting the taps and the kegs ready for mm-hmm. everybody coming through because if you ever go down to a Braves game, you know there is a packed house inside Truist Park, but outside it's packed. I love it so yep. much, man. I abs- I know you're busy with the Stripers a lot, but but man, the the – what they've created at the battery is everything I would have dreamt of times 10. I had no idea. And I got married at Turner Field, okay? It's a special place to me. Like, my wife and I have a very good bond with Turner Field. Great memories down there. The blue lot, which was up above the old uh, green lot, I guess. We had some parties there that were a lot of fun. But having the battery, what it is now, is such an upgrade. And it's getting old now, but... 
I mean, we're not old. You know, it's not like in its infancy anymore. No, we're we're, we're used to it. We're we're hey, Logan, we are great. seven years into the battery. It Isn't is that great. weird? Listen, I can I can remember actually going down to the very first game at. Um, what was then SunTrust Park, mm-hmm. and it was a preseason Yankees game, mm-hmm. and there were still things being built in the stadium <laughs> and outside of the stadium, and just thinking, oh my goodness, wait till this place is actually fully Man. built, and it has become just a destination that I think other major league teams are making. Uh, obviously, Texas is one of yep. them. Live, live at Texas, the exact same thing, only bigger because they have more space. Kansas City is is right. currently building a new ballpark. I think Houston. After Houston lost to us in the World Series, uh, their owner came out immediately and made a press release like, "We are going to build up the area yeah. around Minute Maid Park or whatever they call it." Because he came to Atlanta and he saw what was going on. He's like, "Oh my god." Uh, they, oh, oh, and they own the property. How'd they manage that? Like, right. that's, that's the big thing that a lot of other clubs may not have the luxury the Braves do. When the Braves bought that property up at Circle 75 Parkway or whatever the actual address is, that was the best financial investment that franchise ever could have done because they are collecting rent on everything in that battery. That is theirs. They own their stadium. They own the land that every one of those businesses sit on, and they are just collecting money to put back into the the team and the community and all this stuff. We've got teacher friends in Cobb County and trust me, they do a lot for like that stuff out there. It's it's, it's good stuff. You know what that was? That was a hill. Mm-hmm. That was a hill with a couple of office buildings mm-hmm. on it and now that they they just built an elevator company with that big <laughs> tower charging them monstrous Man. rent. I mean, this it's just brilliance by the Braves. They almost brilliance. had to delay it because they found this like turtle in the wetlands. Did you ever read about? I, that? I heard I heard vaguely I with think the turtle. Like some turtle they found like in that little wet area that the the park sits now, and they're like, hang on a second, are we going to be allowed to build here? That almost derail a turtle. Almost derailed what the Braves have right that now. Was a, that could have been a, a bad <laughs> joke, man, right? I mean, uh, No, but I can't wait to get over there for some actual Braves baseball and, and get a DD and uh, go out and enjoy some Terrapin breweries and all the things that the battery has, man, because it is so much fun to be out there and watch you know, good baseball. I don't know which place does it over there, but the Yards of Beer. Mm-hmm. It I might, think it's called the Yard. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a yard. Yeah. But I, and I think they might actually have it mm-hmm. inside the stadium, too, but I've never tried that. It's a lot of beer. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, <laughs> how, do I, how do I keep a yard of beer cold at, at one time? Well, yeah, you got to drink it fast. You're meant for chuggers. Got to bottoms up, man. But no, it's a good feeling, man. Just that summer, spring fever, summer fever, whatever. Uh, we are in the worst part of the year right now, in my opinion, for just aesthetics, for weather, for just everything that's happening right now needs to hurry up. We'll have the NCAA tournament here in a couple of weeks. Uh, fill out those brackets and get ready. I saw a, a thing. I don't have it in front of me, so I'll have to kind of guess on this. Uh, just ballpark. I think on March 10th, that's the first day the sunset is at 7 o'clock. You know, it gets longer It was every just day. 6 o'clock this mm-hmm. past week, right. And I think it's it advances pretty quick right now because that earth is really starting to tilt. But I think March 10th is the first 7 o'clock. And that actually, that may be the day after the uh, time change. Time what is the time? I, yeah, the time change is very soon. I know again, that. Yeah, I know I'm not being specific, but the point being is somewhere around March 10th ish, we're going to have much later sunsets, and it does not set before seven o'clock until like mid October. Wow, it's that, like that long. Yeah, so you get to go a long time with the extended days. 
Uh, just those evening vibes right now because look, at six thirty when it's like already dark right now, that's kind of sad. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm I'm, I'm ready. I, I got to be honest. I'm ready to go to bed at six o'clock yeah, at night I because it's you. getting. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I, I'd like to stay up, but no. Nah. Yeah, my, my wife and I were big walkers. We have a, a circle neighborhood that's about a mile long. I miss our like after dinner walks. Just say, hey, we're, we're done eating. Still light outside. Let's go. Let's go for a little walk. Let's get outside and get some fresh air because right now it's like, well. We got a bachelor rerun. We can, we can watch that. Wait, Adam, wait, Adam, wait, Adam, wait. You I'm, said a bachelor rerun, not a rerun, a new episode. But um, no, 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 we're we're in the vortex. I was. We are say. in the vortex. I, I mean, we we used to watch it years ago, and here's a very fast story. I've told this story a lot on the show. Caught in this. Ugh. Back in the day, like 2013 or 14, Josh Murray, yep. brother of Aaron, was on the Bachelor, and he won. I was writing for a thing called Bulldog Illustrated here in town. And uh, we caught wind of the fact that not only is Josh on The Bachelorette, he's going to win it. We knew that before the season ever aired. So my job as a columnist for Bulldog Illustrated was, hey, you're going to watch episodes. And you're going to, in a fun as fun as you want to make it, write about Josh on The Bachelor. I had fun with it. We were just, you know, quirky stuff. Well, it was a success. A lot of people read that thing, and it became a thing. Well, you know what happens when you watch The Bachelor the next season happens, and you know the characters because there's always like carryover. They carry well, over. Yep, yep. Me and the missus got stuck, and you're still stuck in this. Not still. We just got back on it. Okay. Okay. We, we this goes to our seasonal depression. There was nothing to do a few weeks ago on a Monday night. We're literally bored out of our mind, and we see that hey, there's a Bachelor premiere tonight. We're like, let's just watch the first episode. Yeah, you know. Now I'm rooting for Joey to find love. It is a competition because, mm-hmm. listen, it doesn't last. I mean, mm-hmm. Josh and Andy didn't last, mm-hmm. and Andy didn't last with someone else. And mm-hmm. I, I know I know Andy. I actually did. Did you? I, yeah, I know a, a – I, I know. I did an event with Josh at a place called Five Paces mm. in the Bucket area after he had won that. And uh, – yeah, the man. The man can drink. The man's. He's a good. I like the. Murray's he's a good a lot, guy. No, way. no, he's a good guy. Actually, they were. Uh, he emceed the extra special people. I saw that uh, thing that I was a, a judge for recently. So I got to hang out with him and his brother Aaron a little bit. Um, and Lorenzo Carter. He was one of the MCs Big man. Too. He's a big man. I got to shake Lorenzo's hand, by how, the way. How was that? Did he, he didn't tear it off. It's been a long time since I've interviewed or talked to Lorenzo when he was a player here. Uh, but I had a little fun. We were backstage, and I shook his hand. What's up, man? Just a little cordial. Uh, greeting, but I told him I was like, "Look, man, I was like, my wife's gonna be really jealous because I just shook your hand, and I was like, that hand blocked the uh, field goal in Pasadena against Oklahoma, leading to that Rose Bowl victory, which we were at, and he got a good laugh out of that. But I'm sure I'm not the first person that's told him that. You shook the hand that 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 it's a historic hand. It's a big hand. You can go watch the replay. He gets that big giant right mitt right up in front of that football and how knocks big, it down. How big was his hand compared to your hand? There are some people, Adam, that are born to be a professional athlete. I, I believe that. I think some people are born with just the DNA and the genes to say you are going to make a lot of money playing sports. He's one of them. Mm. That I, I've got large hands. I'm a big dude. My hand felt like a little tiny Barbie doll hand compared to that dude. It's insane when you shake someone's hand like that, man. I can't even imagine. I, I you it's know, wild. I had um, and this he he wasn't a, a dog, but for the Falcons, uh, Debo Dion Jones. I had mm-hmm. an event with him, and I mean, I'm looking at him like, my goodness, mm-hmm. these guys, and he wasn't that big. Mm. He was. I'm like, how in the I'm world? I'm telling you, you, some people are just born to be an athlete. Go look at, like, I don't mean this to be weird, forgive me, but, like, go go look at, like, UGA Volleyball. Mm-hmm. And there are some girls that you look at that are just tall and right. built for volleyball. It's yep. like, how does that happen? 
Like she literally was well, born to play volleyball. You know, they have tall parents. Tall parents. Uh, whatever food they eat, hey, it's man. it's the tall food. Eat you your know. greens. Yeah, the eat greens. Your greens. That's the green. Right. That's what it is. All right, Adam, we're having too much fun, man. Time's flying by. We got to hit one more break. We'll come back with one more jam band, just because that's what we're doing this morning or this day on the Second String Podcast, right here on WGAU. You're listening to The Second String on 98.7 FM and AM 1340 WGAU, Athens News and Weather Station. I mean, just imagine driving down a back road in Colorado. You got a river on one side, the mountains on the other. All, great. all the legal marijuana you can get your hands on. Oh, wait, we got kids listening. Yeah, we, I don't know if we could talk about that. Just you know, kidding. This just reminds me of my college radio station mm-hmm. um, where basically you could play anything you wanted. And this kind of stuff was prevalent. And I do think, we mentioned the start of the show, like me being in my early 40s is like entering the jam band era. I do think there's an element of midlife crisis. Do you know well, what I'm saying? I do think there's some of this music that makes me think of like just the simpler times of college, like you said. But every, I, I don't know if that's a crisis. I think that's... I think that's just things were better. Now, listen, people are going to say, well, things weren't better, blah, blah, blah. Listen, things were a lot better. They just were. were. (laughs) I don't care what you say. (laughs) If you've never seen TGIF on a Friday night, I promise you we had it better than you did. Come on. There's no doubt about it. And I believe that. But, But I do think there's a little bit of that nostalgia that kicks in when you turn this age and you're like, hey, man. Uh, those songs do remind me of a lot less responsibility that I used to used to carry around with me. Man, I got way too much to do today, uh, right? I Boom. feel you. I feel you. Hey, without getting too deep, and, and obviously we do not do politics on this show, and I don't want to, but it was a really sad week for the University of Georgia this week. And uh, just, you know, thoughts, prayers, all those things go out to everybody affected. And just uh, I was out last week when all this news happened about uh, Lake and Riley and all the things that have happened since. But I just want to just m- shout out to the Athens community, man. It's, it means a lot to a lot of people, the community we have around here. And just I don't know what else to say other than just it stinks. You know, it's it's affected more than just and, – and obviously Athens where they are now putting up the call boxes yeah. again after 20 years. Yeah. But back where I live in Woodstock, that's where she's from. Mm-hmm. Our cheer team mom for my daughter, the cheer team that she's on, was next-door neighbors <sighs> with Lakin. Back in Woodstock, she went mm-hmm. to River Ridge High School, and I hate that, man. yeah, so this has affected. This is a national story that it is. And you know, unfortunately, it's something we've we have to think about now mm-hmm. and talk about because it can't it can't happen again. It just can't. And again, I, I don't I don't care what anybody's political affiliation right. is. I'm I'm friends with everybody, but I know that this happened at a time where it's going to be vaulted in our face a lot, uh, with a lot of different spins on it. Just remember, there's families involved for sure. Like. Let the politics, let them do all those things wherever they want to do it, but that's that's not what I'm about at all. I just want to make sure that we mention that very sorry for the UGA community and her family and everybody that really stinks. It affects us. But man. they really rallied. I mean, the, 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 what was great to see de- um, was the the um, rally they had for mm-hmm. her, the the vigil. Mm-hmm. That was cool, just oh, yeah. to see how many people came out and how many people have been talking about it. Yeah. So there is an effect Unfortunately, we have to go to get here to get it, but it will get more positive as we UGA go UGA is a very special community, man. It's it's not to compare the two, but when I was a student, there was a really, really horrific car accident that killed four students at the same time and had a similar vigil like that. Like When this community hurts, they come together. Man. Yeah. They come together in a big, big way. So, I, I, again, with the negative does come some positive when it comes to that type of thing. I certainly hope we can 
uh, recognize that as well. So uh, thoughts and prayers. That's all you can say, man. Uh, opening day coming up pretty about a month. Actually, four weeks from today. It's on a Thursday. Opening up against the lousy, stinking Philadelphia Phillies. Why man. do we have to? I mean, I know we have to play yeah. them, but why? It, I, I wish it was anybody else. I, it, the, listen, Phillies, the Phillies fans, make me mad. Yes, like, their fans make me mad. They're terrible. Yeah. And they've had our number the last couple of years. Well, maybe this is a turnaround. We can start the season off right and just get them out of the way. You know? What's mind-boggling about a minute left here is we start the season in Philadelphia. Then we go to the Chicago White Sox the first week of April before we play a home game in our warm weather-ish region. Yeah, I don't know why the Braves always wind up having like a cold weather start up north before they come back. always happens. We'll get but snow you know what? there. It does create more summer games at Truist Park. It does. It and does. we will take the alternative, so no, no doubt about that. Foley Field is going to be cranked up uh, this weekend and for the future. A lot of games coming up. Georgia baseball. I, we don't know what they are yet, but as you mentioned earlier, man, Charlie Condon is worth going to see, man. If you just want to see a bopper. Do it now. Because you will see him at a major league level down the road, I have no doubt in my mind. And uh, Georgia basketball, not much to say about them. They're just struggling right now. It's 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 frustrating. I recognize the growth, uh, but we're still several players away from being yeah. where we want to be. Oh, quick shout out because we got to run here. Georgia softball is good. How good? Get to the Jack. They're ranked number three in the nation okay. right now. They've only lost one game. They've beaten like six top 25 opponents. It is free to go. Go to the Jack and hang out and watch some Georgia softball. In fact, Adam, we're going to do that in the next few weeks. I'm in. I'm Let's in for Bring that. your yeah. daughter. She would love it. She, yeah, she would love that. All right. Good episode. We'll be back next week. All right. Glad we're all feeling good and back at it, man. So we'll get you next week right here on the Second String Podcast on WGAU. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection. The lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24.